Welcome to the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. And now, here are your hosts for the week. Welcome everyone to Halloween Unleashed, and I am your host, Chris Morgan, and this week we are going to play part two of my uh, guest spot on Assholes with Opinions with James Grimm and Trevor Waltz, Uh, but uh, before we get there, um, we finally went ahead and uh, decided what the live show is going to be uh, later this month. Uh, which is March of 2021. Season 3 will kick off. Um, But we're going to do a a watch-along of Halloween 2. It was an overwhelming yes to Halloween 2 over Halloween 4. Um, I'm probably going to do a Halloween 4 watch-along at some point, but this is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a Mystery Science Theater 3000 type thing where uh, you have the host and the guest host... um, just kind of commentating along. Uh, we're going to have the volume turned down, and we're going to be talking about it throughout. Uh, and we're going to break down the film. It, of course, we're going to do it in a very comical way. There'll probably probably be a lot of bourbon involved, at least with me, um, because uh, usually when I'm liquored up, I have a lot more fun. And anybody who sat on a Zoom call with me after I've been liquored up, uh, very loose and you know, the inappropriate jokes are over the top. So it should be a very interesting episode. Um, if, if Corey is, um, is feeling better by that point, uh, cause he just went in for a back surgery. So, uh, speedy recovery to him. Um, Corey, I hope that, uh, that all comes out okay and that you can start living pain free. But, uh, if, um, if he's feeling better, I'm sure he'll kick back a, a couple, uh, Jack Daniels with us and uh you know we're just going to have a grand old time. It's going to be a, like a little bit more of a callback to uh the Mass Talk Radio stuff and we're going to be doing that throughout season 3 which uh is a lot of fun. And it's it, it was great last time. We had a great time uh last time doing it, so we're going to do it again. Um this time it's going to be a little different. Um I saw assholes with opinions uh set up um with their podcast, with the streaming video thing, um, chances are I'm probably going to do that because it, it, um, it puts out a Facebook live feed and, you know, sometimes people, um, they get a little confused uh, uh, when it comes to the zoom stuff. So, uh, I may, I haven't decided on it yet, but I may move over to that application that uh, streams to YouTube and streams to Facebook Live for season three. Um, haven't made a final decision yet, but if I do, it'll be much easier for more people to join us, which is uh, which will be a good time. Um, the one thing I didn't get to on assholes with opinions, and I definitely want to cover it here, is. Um, you know, I, I, I've sold this to a couple of, of people, but, uh, you know, I'm in the process right now of working on a website, uh, for like WMP stuff and not masks or anything like that. It, it's not a mass site. Um, I don't want to be official like that again. Um, 
I'm enjoying my time doing things that I want to do, um, on a very limited capacity, which is, uh, which is exactly where I want it to be. But, um, bottom line is, is that, um, I'm working on a website where we're going to sell products. Uh, I, I, am working with a few different manufacturers of silicones and urethanes and resins and epoxies. Uh, obviously I got the WMP latex. I have the ready to spray through airbrush paint of the WMP paint. Um, I'm going to be offering that. I'm going to be offering colorants to tent your latex. Um, chip brushes, molding supplies, you name it. Uh, that's coming. Um, that's something I am definitely getting involved in. You know, I've had a lot of people reach out and ask, you know, Hey, you know, what do you use? What materials are good? What latex is good? What can I do here? Uh, where can I get uh, good plaster? Where can I get chip brushes? Where can I get good silicones? Where can I get good urethanes? And because I get so much of those messages, um, it just makes perfect sense if, um, if I put it out there for myself and I can just send you a link and you know, I'll be, obviously you're going to get a good price and uh, you're going to get uh, friendly shipping rates and all that stuff. So uh, that is definitely in the works. Uh, apparently the, uh, the several people that have already bought the paints um, has said that it, it works great and that they're happy with it. So uh, that, that makes me extremely happy. Um, and uh, we're going to keep doing everything we can but uh, yeah, I mean, by the end of this month, we will be live for season three and uh, we are going to start uh, rocking and rolling for the next uh, seven months until uh, Halloween Kills comes out. And as we get more information, obviously, we're going to we'll discuss it and have episodes about it on Halloween Unleashed. Um, we're going to do more live episodes as well throughout season three. We're going to be bringing on some some guests Um I'm going to be interviewing NMR studios. Um, you know, I decided to, to chat with him and I'll uh, ask him to be on. He said, yes, working on getting David Pope from boogeyman masks, um, old school, uh, type stuff. And there's a lot of questions about him still to this day. It'd be nice to have a sit down interview with him, uh, working on getting Gristlebox on as well. Um, still working on Kathleen Kenmont, still got feelers out to other Halloween alumni. Uh, we'll just have to see how that all plays out, but until that all plays out and we get a yes or a no, uh, it's still going to be a work in progress, but, uh, anyway, enjoy part two of my appearance on assholes with opinions. Have a good one, everyone. the different masks so what was your introduction to the franchise because not everyone's the same um for me it's halloween four i think with trevor you said halloween four as well right or did you say for something what? else uh for like our favorite one no or our introduction like it? our first one we actually watched in instant entirety um no i would have to say the, the h2 was my first one okay what, what, what's yours chris my my introduction was the original and um I'll tell a story I've never told before. So, awesome. Ooh, um, nice. Okay, I was, here we go. Yeah, I was raised by my grandparents, and I, you know, they were they were my mom and dad. I just lost my dad here recently. So, uh, yeah. But my uncle was he's only seven years older than me, so he's like an older brother having him in the house. 
Um, I was seven. He was 14. He was supposed to be watching me and he, he, uh, invited a bunch of his friends over. They were going to watch Halloween and you know, we're watching it. I'm scared out of my wits. And then they decided that they were going to have a little fun with me because they saw I was scared. And so one of the guys snuck out to, uh, where the power box was and flipped the power off. And then they staged this whole thing where, um, my uncle had red corn syrup all over his shirt and they were acting like that. He just got killed and there's this stuff all over the floor. I mean, traumatizing me to death as a seven year old kid, you know? So out, out my back, uh, porch sliding glass door. There's a, we had a separate garage and a big nightlight on the, on the top. So anything standing in front of that on our back porch is silhouetted. So a silhouette of a figure comes in to that sliding glass door and someone's got the 85 Don Post mask on. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he comes charging through the the sliding glass door. I'm screaming bloody murder. Um, Run into my parents' closet, lock, lock the closet, and all... The next thing I know is there's a real blade coming underneath the door trying to stab at me and I'm all the way pinned back into the very back screaming my head off. I guess my parents came home at the time and walked in and saw all this shit going on and they, Oh my fucking God shit. So, (laughs) so funny story is for about six years, I could not watch Halloween at all. And then I was at uh, I was at a I was at a, a a girls' sleepover. The boys were invited earlier in the night, and then we had to leave. But there's man, bunch of hot chicks there, and I'm 13. Hormones are raging, and they popped in. <laughs> they popped in Halloween four. Well, keep in mind this is my first introduction since I was seven. So I got reintroduced with Halloween four. Um, I, I got to say I was scared, but, uh, <laughs> you know, having a bunch of hot women around or girls, chicks at the time, you know, wasn't, wasn't too bad. I, I got over that fear pretty quick. Um, I bet. But, yeah. And then after that, I just kind of jumped back in it started. Uh, I wouldn't watch the original until I was about 16. Uh, but I, I watched two, love two. Um, I was the same with everybody with three, but I had a different appreciation for three. I was like, you know, I actually really like this one, but I just wish they didn't call it Halloween three, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty, pretty common among most fans, but, uh, four and five were back to back to me. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, six came out when I was 17 and, you know, everybody knows that knows me, knows my love for that film. So, uh, it was my first film in theaters. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. So I, I know you, you have some, so I don't know if this is for sure, but you have a big love for Halloween six. Is it your favorite Halloween film? Um, my favorite Halloween film? No. It, I mean, the original is always going to be my favorite, uh, followed by the second one. Uh, but, uh, Halloween four, and I've said this multiple times to me, Halloween four was truly the last great sequel that was made. Yeah. That was that was on par with the first two. 
I mean, it was different because it was a different time, but I can still see it in the same vein as those two. Um, everything since then has been completely different, but Halloween 6 for me, the atmosphere, the mask, obviously, uh, is my favorite since the original. Um, mm. It's my favorite sequel mask. The performance by uh, Marianne and Donald Pleasance one last time. Uh, just the whole look of the film. To me, that was the most atmospheric film in the franchise. So from a from a visual storyteller, from a filmmaker perspective, the visuals of that film, to me, are unmatched from any of them. And that includes the original. So... From that perspective, yes. From a music aspect, from you know the producer's cut aspect, uh, with the soundtrack, that's my favorite uh, to go along with the visuals. But as far as I mean, obviously the storytelling gets a little far out there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Script, yeah. Yeah. The script is pretty bad, but there's a lot of really nice callbacks to the original. Oh, we were just talking about Halloween 6 the other day. Our That's why I'm last- fucking dying over here. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, out there isn't even the fucking word that I'd say for it. That, <laughs> nah, I don't even know. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't see all the comments, but if anybody's saying right now, listening to this, well, Michael raped his niece. No, actually, go listen to my interview series with Dan Farrens on Halloween Unleashed. He actually said that that was not the intent. Oh, the producer, oh. you mean, right? Yes, okay. yes. So uh, he said that it, it was actually supposed to be um, a callback to and, and uh, a nod to Rosemary's baby uh, where she gave mm. it was a birth ceremony or, or something or impregnation where the evil was transferred to her. I never saw Rosemary's baby, so I, I took his word for it because that was a big inspiration from him. That makes sense. I've, mm. I've seen Rosemary's baby. So, you know, I, it does make I sense. Know. That makes sense in a way for sure. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I always I like the theatrical cut. Like it doesn't really allude to it. But when I watch the the producer's cut and and like you hear the things like, please don't hurt me, Michael. And it, 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 you know this and that. It's kind of like what the fuck is going on. So so I'd have to actually watch Rosemary's Baby to kind of understand the the um the kind of callback to it. Sure. Yep. And that's like I said, that was kind of his. His his whole pitch, you know, um, is he he wanted to almost do like a Rosemary's Baby meets Halloween. Mm. Okay, so so she ins- essentially got pregnant by no one from the evil spirit within. Okay, the shape, yeah, I that's mean, still pretty far yeah. out for a, for a Halloween film. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, no, but I agree with you hundred percent. Now, like Halloween four and Halloween six, they have the the most like moody scenes, the atmosphere. Like when I watched Halloween six and I was discussing this in our ranking the other week, um, how it feels cold. It feels like the autumn season. It just, there's something about it. Like, especially when they're at the, um, when they're, they're at the park or where they're at the, the festival with Barry Sims. Yeah. And, and you, you just, you can see Tommy Doyle and he's walking through there. He, he looks visibly cold. It just, it, it just calls back to October to me. It just feels so cold, especially in the Midwest. Um, it's very accurate. At least it, it comes off that way. Very genuine to that sort of vibe and feeling during that time of year. So that's what I really appreciate and love about that film. Yeah. And there was a lot of really nice, um, camera work in that film too. Yes, absolutely. Like the, the director of photography did an amazing job shooting that film. 
hundred percent. Absolutely agree. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, so I think I have just I think two more questions. Uh, and, and, and so I won't keep you up too late. I know it's, uh, it's about past 10 o'clock your time. So, and so I do appreciate you, uh, doing this. Um, so you, you, so what's coming up next for Halloween Unleashed? That's, um, that, I mean, we're, we're trying to plan a live episode, um, that we're trying to get going in March and that would basically start, uh, the third season. Um, right now we've been kind of on hold, um, because with everything that's been going on in our country the last few months, nobody knew what was going to happen, you know, and no matter what side of the fence you're on, doesn't really matter to me at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way I look at it is that's everybody's personal thing. So keep it to yourself. Uh, I keep mine to myself and uh, just go about your business and be happy and treat each other nice. And, but If you're going to walk around with your head in the sand, not say that there was a lot of tension from November until even present time, it's like I didn't want to make any commitments to go on the air until I knew life was going to settle down a little bit. And we kind of knew what 2021 was going to be. We knew that we had a Halloween film coming out this year. So I knew that no matter what, eventually we were going to get to a season three but by the time uh, we did our season finale of season two, I'll be honest with you, I was burnt out. You know, we did um, almost a year's worth of content in about six months. So I was to the point where I was fried. And if you add in the fact that uh, I was trying to revive my business again and trying to get through that, then my dad getting really sick and then ultimately passing away. I'm dealing with my own health issues. Um, I'm also trying to be a teacher and I'm trying to be a parent um, at the same time. And I'm also trying to do hobby work too on the side. My plate was full and I was still trying to get one, maybe two episodes a week out. And I was fried by the time October came. So I, I needed a little bit of a break. Um, So I knew I was going to get to it. It's just uh, I didn't know if it was going to be January, February, March, maybe April, but it's looking like we're we're going to try to get something going within the next month. Nice. Fuck uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah, hey, I, th- I think I'm actually on there at some. Uh, there's an episode where the cutting room floor. I think it's I don't know if it's still up, but I, I was on there and that was really that was really fun. I saw uh, that. Yeah, I think it is up there still. Nice, cool. Uh, so so this is kind of a follow up question to that. So you do Halloween Unleashed. And I know you like. I'm not, well, I assume you like other horror uh, movies and franchises and, and franchises and things like that. Do you yeah. ever plan on going outside of Halloween and maybe doing like Friday the Thirteenth Unleashed or something like that? <laughs> well, um, yes, I actually I'm a huge fan of the Scream series. Um, absolutely love that series. I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with the fifth one. Have no idea. It's going to be really different with Wes not there uh, because no matter which film it is Wes had a style to it that I don't think anybody's ever going to match or, you know, if they try to, they're going to fail miserably because he had his own touch. Uh, but to, to answer your question, uh, Corey Jones and I are actually going to uh, come out with, it's going to be called the cafe eighties podcast and it's going to be everything eighties. It, it, it could be, Comedies, dramas, action flicks, horror, um, music, 
you know, everything. So like video games. So we're going to cover everything. And we, we look at it as like we got a decade worth of content there that we can go any direction. We're not we're not saddled to this little area that we start to run out of content at some point, because if we cover, you know, five episodes of mass, well, that's five, five less topics that we can talk about later on. And then there's only 11 films in the franchise. So, I mean, eventually you're going to run out of content and you're going to start repeating stuff. So uh, with, Adding in the cafe eighties, you know, he came up with the idea. Adrian Hackenberg came up with the, um, with the whole design. We got, uh, like the cocktails and dreams thing from, uh, from, uh, cocktail. And we got the hoverboard in there. We got a Pac-Man video game machine and the artwork we've, uh, you know, we've got the, like the whole Pepsi thing from the 2015 back to the future in there. Uh, all kinds of really cool little nuggets. So we're going to oh, yeah. cover stuff. And I think that the first wave of episodes that we're going to do is we're going to dive into the Karate Kid uh, trilogy. Nice. And we're ultimately going to talk about Cobra Kai as well, even though it's not in the 80s. It's a callback to the 80s. So it, it, yes. goes, it goes with that. And right now, if you guys watch that series, I mean, we're com- we're I can't wait for season four. So um, we're trying to. I haven't watched something. any of it. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Were you a fan of the Karate Kid? Yeah, I like the Karate Kid. Absolutely. I just, I just haven't gotten around to seeing Cobra Kai yet. Well, the, well, the, the, the way I, I said it is, there's a lot of sequels out there. To me, Cobra Kai is a sequel done correctly. Yeah. Dad. Hundred percent. It's, it's crazy because I mean I've watched the Karate Kid films and I, you know, I like them, but I hadn't watched them in probably a couple of decades, man. And when I watched Cobra, Cobra Kai, I was like, you know what? I have to fucking wa- go back and watch these films because this show is just epic. You put an episode on, you can't stop, man. You you're can't. Up, you're up to 4 a.m. and you're like, fuck, dude, I need to go to sleep. You can't. Uh-huh. You're just like, what's going to happen in the next episode? So I, I ended up finding myself going back and watching the films again. I actually bought the five-disc uh, set on Blu-ray on Amazon. And I, I ended up finding a newfound love for the films I already loved but didn't realize I loved as much as I did. And that's thanks to the the show because it did it so well, like Chris said. Yeah, and I love all the little uh, callbacks they do with, uh, obviously, with Cobra Kai, but uh, including Miyagi and a lot of that, um, and a lot of the Bill Conti score kind of undertones are there. And it's just like, if you're a fan of the original trilogy, it's like, man, it's, it's, it's really well done. Yeah. Hell yeah. In my okay, so the last two questions were kind of like two and ones. The final question okay. for you, for me, uh, would be your thoughts on on kills and ends because I know you're not you're not a big fan of 2018. So are you gonna, are, are you excited for uh, for kills? Are you kind of on the fence still? Um, mm, um, this is gonna piss some people off. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm always excited for a new Halloween film because that means there's more mainstream general audiences that gets to know about what you do, what I do and what, uh, like the independent mass scene. Does it bring in more assholes? Absolutely. It does. Um, but you know, like people that watch the 2018 film think that they know everything there is to know about Michael Myers and that's who that is. And it's like, no, you need to travel back about 40 years. Uh, that's Michael Myers. But, um, 
I, I, my thing is, is, and I, and I'm, I'm trying not to be too redundant, uh, from my podcast where I covered Halloween 2018, but in order for me to talk about kills and ends, I have to bring up that film and just say that from a script perspective, it was a fucking train wreck. Uh, (laughs) From a storytelling perspective, it was a train wreck. There were so many things in there, so many tropes, and so many little things that didn't make sense that they took everything from each film and just kind of made it a, a, a best-of hit piece from the entire series, but it just wasn't done as well. And, um, you know, if I want to watch a, a callback or, or a scene from H2O, well, fuck, I'll go watch H2O, you know, (laughs) I'll watch that scene. I don't need to see a guy's teeth landing on the, in in the bathroom to say, oh, well, this is bigger. So it must be better to me. I like the simplistic bathroom scene from H2O versus the over grotesque violence in, in the new one. That's not to say I don't like the violence. I do. But there's only so many times I can watch someone get hit and hit and hit and hit where I go, fuck, I got it. I get it. It's like overkill. It's like overkill at one point. So, um, you know, and I got to say, outside of putting butts in the seats, what what the fuck was the purpose of Jamie Lee Curtis's character? There was no purpose. Michael didn't. Michael wasn't going after her. Continuity, man. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with that either. But here's and and here's the other thing. For all those people that say that, well, he had no motive, and that's you know he was getting back to being that killer with no motive. Well, no, in the first one he had a motive. Yeah. The first, the first one he had a motive. It was very simplistic. Him going after Lori and her friends was a callback to his uh, to his sister. You know, she was she was a young seventeen year old girl that he just happened to see, and he became fixated on her. And the whole thing was getting her trapped into one area, and he started by observing and slowly, slowly pinning her down. With this one, he breaks out and he just goes like a fucking maniac and just starts killing random people that I have no connection to, that I don't care. I mean, I thought that the stab through the neck was cool, but I'm going, why do I care about this lady? Who cares? Right. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't scary when I see him walking up behind her from 50 feet away. It's just like you did that shot just for the grotesque violence of it, you know, and, you know, maybe I'm being nitpicky, but I didn't need to see the whole side story with the boyfriend. I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, who cares? He throws your phone and nacho cheese dip. I could have got 10 more minutes of story out of the whole thing. You know, it's just, it's little things like that where like in the cemetery, if you wanted to have the podcasters mean something, if you wanted to have Lori tie back into this to where this all ties together, one scene could have done it. And that is when Allison is walking with her friends and they start talking about what happened uh, back in Halloween 40 years prior. They get and they walk through the cemetery and walk up on Judith's grave. Well, Lori follows them there because she's already going 
to the school anyway. They did that little call back just so that we can see her outside the school. We'll have her go to the cemetery. The podcasters are already there around Judith's grave. Now Allison and her two friends are, are having that conversation through the cemetery. Lori pulls up. Michael's already there in the background. Lori spots or Michael spots Lori, sees that this person's important to her. All of a sudden, now he's going after her to get to Lori. That makes that entire thing connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be exactly that way, but I mean, just think about it. I mean, I, I, I get so tired of people just thinking that grotesque, over-the-top violence equals epic and amazing and Oh my God, it's, it's, it's just like Michael Myers is back on screen. So I'm going to whip my dick out and start jacking off. It's like, <laughs> I need more than that. I mean, I'm happy to see him, but give me more than that. Yeah. I, I agree, I, man. I feel you on that. I definitely feel like, um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a moment in the movie where she's like, he's, he's waiting for me. I'll wait for him. And it's like, no, he didn't fucking wait for you. He's not been waiting for you. He's just going around killing people. He just happened to see you fucking from the upstairs of a house. Exactly. And we don't yeah. even know we don't even know if he saw her because it was a reflection in a mirror. That's true as well. Very so true. and and if you didn't want to do that whole cemetery scene, well shit, she was parked right outside the prison when he was pulling out. Why not have a little scene where you see his eyes look over and they make eye contact and that makes him break out? Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Actually, that's that would simple. Be good. It's simple. Yeah. They should have just had you come on to fucking edit everything. That's that's all. <laughs> well, that's all, I mean, that's all I needed. You know, there, there's a lot of people out there that that think I'm salty because I didn't get the job. You know, for 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 doing the mask um, for that film, but I I was in the conversation. But uh, you know, but to answer your question about kills, there's been a lot of people that say, "Aren't you excited for kills?" Yeah, of course I am. It's I, I'm, I'm a Halloween fan. And I'm also a mask maker, and it brings in more people to this side of the business. I'm always thankful for that. I hope they do 30 of these films, you know, because that just brings in more people to what we do and educates them to what we do into our world. But I've had people say, but are you excited? Do you think this one's going to be better? And I say, no, I don't. And here's, here's a simple reason why. You you got everybody back, everybody from behind the scenes to the people on screen that didn't die. You got everybody coming back. Some people think, well, that's a good thing. Yes, but if that film was already kind of a train wreck, they made two hundred and fifty million dollars. Who the fuck am I to say that it sucks? They just got 250 million reasons why they say your opinion's wrong and they're going to do more of the same. Mm. Right. So that's why I say, I don't think it's going to be better. I, I read the, I read the official script and I'm just like, you're, you're, you're not only breaking the same, you're not only making the same mistakes you made last time, you're making bigger ones. Oh, great. It's so wonderful. It's the, the script is is quite interesting. I, I I will say that, and a lot of it, it, you kind of touched up a moment ago about how you don't you like simplistic. You don't like it to be over the top, extra gory, and things like that. So, uh, Halloween Kills is a good name for the film because if you read that script, you kind of get in. Yeah, it's yeah. 
I, I felt like I was reading a Rob Zombie Halloween and I, I'm not trashing Rob Zombie's Halloween. I mean, there's, there's fans of it out there. And if that's your taste, more power to you. It's not mine. Like, you know, we could touch on this a little bit, like that whole thing with the, I get it, you know, like the, the scene in the beginning of, of the first remake when he's just pounding him with the fucking stick out in the woods. I'm like, shit, you've hit him 15 times. I get it. You got him. <laughs> I, I would have got it after the first one, maybe even the second. You know, I don't I, you know, I don't need to see it 15 times. But then yeah. you go into part two after, you know, the guy's just sitting there saying fuck for for a minute and 15 seconds on screen. I'm going, OK, oh, yeah. one fuck was was enough. You know, I got Help. it. Help. It's fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, that was so, that. yeah, I mean. Sorry, sorry to go off so long on that, but I mean, I probably pissed a lot of you. No, you're good, man. A lot of your audience off, but I told you, man, you can ask me any question. I may not give you the answer that you want, but at least I'm going to be straight with you. Hey, hey, people know what they're signing up for when they when they hop on here. So I mean, they're yeah. just going to have to fucking deal with it. Well, well, yeah. That actually, there are some people in the comments because I'm glancing over, and people are agreeing with you, and I agree with you too. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, guys, I mean, you got me as long as you, I mean, you don't have to rush me off. I mean, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm open to answering anything. Cause I feel like that, you know, I've been talking a lot. So, I mean, if you got any other questions, I'm, I'm, I'm here to stay as long as you want me. So you're a guest. I was going to say, I just checked the chat myself. It seems like there's a, there's a shit ton of chatter going on in there. Yeah. Um, so, so, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let's, let's dive into the com- I mean, Okay, so I'll see if Trevor has any other questions, and then we'll dive into the comment section. One thing I didn't mention, and I wanted to mention this, uh, is yes, Chris Chris Morgan here, our guest, he he was in the running to to do the mask for the uh, for the film. Uh, you see the promo shot of Jamie Lee Curtis with Michael Myers when they first announced Halloween was coming back. Um, that mask was from you, Chris, yep. correct? Yep. Um, Malika really? Cod. Yeah, Malika Cod. Um, Obviously, is friends with Dan Farrens. I'm friends with Dan Farrens. I sent uh, my two proto uh, JTKs to uh, to Dan Farrens uh, for him in, in in a trade for him doing a um, a signature series run uh, on my Mayhem mask that I did way back when, and I sent it to him, and he loved them, and he wanted to show Malik. And at the time, um, I I wasn't too open to that because that just kind of made me feel uneasy. I'm like, well, this is the, this is the grand producer of the entire franchise. <laughs> um, you're going to show him an independent mask. I don't, I don't know if I feel good about that, you know, right. but he, he talked me into it. He went and had lunch with him, showed him, showed him that mask and Malik fell in love with it. And he said, can you get me in touch with the guy who made it? Uh, because I want to, I want to tell him I, I really appreciate it. And I would like to have one for my office. So Dan's like, well, yeah, I can get you, I, I can get you in touch with the guy, but why don't you just take mine? So Malik has my proto H1 JTK. He's had it on his desk since 2012. And wow. there's uh, every event that he showed up to with Dean Cundy. I mean, you can Google image search this Malik Akkad, uh, and you'll see him with Dean Cundy, and you'll see uh, a mannequin and the JTK mask in the background. So he takes it everywhere he goes. Um, and 
so we we kind of I spoke to him on the phone through Dan uh, for him thanking thanking me for the mask and praising it, and I was like in nerd heaven at that point. <laughs> and yeah. um, when Marcus Dunstan was uh, attached, um, it was about in 2015 where they were going to do um, Halloween Returns, like five, six, seven years ago at this point. Um, Dan Farrens is really good friends with Marcus Dunstan and Malik reached out to Dan and said, Hey, are you still close with the guy who made the mask for me? And Dan's like, yeah. So Dan and I got on the phone. We, we chit chatted and said, I'd like to introduce you to Marcus, uh, as Malik really wants to go with you for returns to do the mask. And I was like, sweet. Um, at this point I was pretty much out of it, but I sat down and I started to sculpt something based on what they were looking for at the time. It was going to be a sequel to Halloween two. I was like, are you wanting more of a burnt concept? I mean, is this a direct sequel? They said, no, it's taking place like as if the rest of the franchise didn't happen. It's a direct sequel to 81. We're going to show flashbacks and then we're going to show him locked up, you know, uh, some odd years later. I'm like, okay, you know, it sounds good. So you basically want a more of a clean um, 78 look. And they said, yeah. That's when I started working on what was eventually known as The One. Um, I started working on that sculpt. Then that, that project got shelved. And that was in early 2016. And then we didn't hear shit. Until later that year when John Carpenter announced that he was coming back to executive produce the next installment. Well, then the year after that is when Jamie Lee Curtis had announced that she was coming back. Mm. Um, I knew she was coming back because I, I had been keeping in contact with Malik through email for a couple of years. You know, I'd reach out ever so often just to check in. And um, he sent me an email one day and he said, do you have a few minutes that we can chat? I try to get your number from Dan, but Dan's tied up on a project. Give me your number. So I typed it back to him. He called me and he said, all right, there's two things I need to get you. I, I need to ask if you can sign a release and I need to let, I need to ask your permission if I can use your mask for a photo shoot. And I said, sure. And I said, well, what's it for? And he said, well, Keep this confidential, but Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back and we're going to do a recreation of the porch scene of her in her outfit. And I want to use your, your, your mask as him in the shadows in the background. I said, yeah. And he said, that's what the photo release is for. So I was like, sure. Yeah, I'll send it over. I'll, I'll sign it. And so it was for two shoots. It was the one with her on the porch and the, the second photo shoot was her laying in the leaves with her cover in her mouth and he's laying in the leaves with her. Mm -hmm. And so that's also the same, the same mask. So um, at that point, talks got really serious that they were wanting me to submit a sculpt for um, the new film. And so I said, well, okay, no problem. Are we still going with a direct sequel to H2? What are we doing? They said, no, it's going to take for directly 40 years after the original. We're going to, this is basically going to be the new Halloween 2. And so I said, okay. 
and I had the one pretty much already done. I had to re-sculpt a few things on it, and I put it into um, into latex form, painted it up, did uh, a few pictures of it, and sent it out to him. And he fell in love with it. John fell in love with it. Uh, I'm talking like I know him on first name basis. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Carpenter loved it. Um, the production team loved it. And um, they were getting ready to move the crew into position for uh, South Carolina. And I was going to come up and I was going to meet uh, uh, James Jude Courtney. And I was going for a fitting. And I was going to um, meet several other people. And then all of a sudden, um, my trip got canceled. <laughs> and... Um, the next thing I know, like a week later, um, it was announced that uh, a certain company was going to get the license to produce the 2018 mask and that uh, Nelson and Van Dyke had signed on to create it. And I said, huh, I wow. wonder I wonder if something happened. I mean, I can only speculate, uh, but I've been doing this a long time mm-hmm. and I know how this game is played. So to say that, is it a possibility that something happened like that? Like some backdoor thing? Sure. But at the end of the day, the fact that I got as far as I did, I am grateful for it and I'm thankful. And I still have those contacts to this day. I'm still friends with Malik. I'm I, friends. We're still, we still communicate every, every once in a while. He'll reach out. I'll reach out to him. And just to let them know I'm still here, it's the networking aspect and the fact that I have um, some of the contacts and connections that I have, I'm extremely thankful for. So, uh, But I can always say that one of my masks ended up in some iconic shot. So that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's sick. That's that, awesome. That is, that is that's amazing. Cool. And on top of that, now, I know this is fan film related, but Halloween Inferno, they used... Um, the GKY, right? They used the uh, SS78, and the blank was finished by uh, uh, Bill. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, mm. they, so that that mask is in there. So when you see the the, uh, the flashback scene, that's that's Chris's mold. The same mold as you see up here, just different finish and everything. But, yeah, that's a cool oh. story, man. I'm, I'm, I, I don't think I've heard it touched up that detail. What's that? The story of the... Of, uh, the the um the mask for the, for the photo shoot and how you were almost a part of this film i mean that's that dude that's that's something to be proud of i, yeah, was, I didn't know shit about it either yeah i was i was pretty excited um and you know the see the, here's the thing i i think if they had told me that they were going to go with a with an aged look um i obviously i wouldn't have sent them a recreation of the 78 you know um and they probably, and this could be the other, the other side of the coin. It could have been they didn't want to get back into some legal bullshit again with uh, with Shatner's people. Could That's could true. have been that too. Um, so I am playing devil's advocate and looking at the other side, not just looking at it from a negative perspective. Um, all those avenues are possibilities, and that's all I have to say is they're all possibilities. But once I once I discovered that they went with an age look, I was like, well, if you're doing a direct sequel to the original and you're trying to have a the original mask but aged 40 years 
they kind of missed the mark on that because it doesn't look like the original Shatner. No. So no. I what's that? Not even the clean look. No, it, it does. I mean, it's it's a cool mask, but you know, for all those out there saying he's shitting on the 2018 mask, but no, I'm not. I I I personally, and this is just my personal taste. I know that they're different masks. It's not the same as the Rob Zombie mask, but the rotted, aged, weathered, um, decayed latex look for Michael Myers to me has been played out since 2007. Um, I would like a more return to the clean mask, pale white ghost mask that they had from 40 years ago. But, um, Anyway, I decided that I was like, well, if they're never going to use this sculpt, I have it here. I still have the silicone mold made. Let me put it back in clay. Let me see what this thing would look like as an aged mask. And so I began to add my own uh, scarring and, and aged and tethered look. And I came up with the aged one. And um, that's my take. It's not accurate to the film at all. It's just, hey, if you had hired me to to make you an aged mask off of the original H1, H2 look, this is what I would have delivered to you. Right. I, I've seen I, so I've seen pictures of the aged one. and I've seen pictures of the one. I've actually watched a video with uh, someone named Scott Kennard who was uh, doing a video with Rick, with Rick Ramby where that was being showcased and. Uh, that that sculpt and that finish that the sculpt and finish are just fuck me. I, I when I saw that video I was like I need that in my life that that video <laughs> was the first videos that I had seen where I was like this is how I'm gonna get into the hobby and I think wow. I, I yeah yeah no uh, yeah that's that's what got me into the hobby I is is that a lot video. of his videos yeah a lot of Scott's videos yeah same here man absolutely I agree with you that sculpt is pretty amazing well thanks it's um. It started in 2015, and uh, the final touches and before I sent uh, stuff off was completed uh, late 2016, early 2017. And then I think I revisited everything by sending him off a a poll finished in um, September of 2017. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's fucking awesome, man. Cool story Uh, behind it, though. No, very cool story, man. Very cool. Uh, by chance, did you have anything you wanted to follow up with, Trevor? Because then otherwise I will dive into the comment section real quick. Um, I was, uh, I was going to ask, uh, like, I was going to ask, uh, Chris, what your opinion is on, like, the current state of, of how the hobby's going. Um, to be honest with you, if you would ask me six, seven, eight years ago, I probably could have told you everything. But I've right. purpose I've purposely, believe it or not, I've removed myself from knowing too much. I keep my head down. Uh, I stay to my work. I keep my circle extremely small, and I really don't pay attention to to it much. I hey, more I just, power to you, man. I just try to keep it positive, man. I I I look at this as this is my second go around. Um, I've always said that if I ever got back into it, I would, I would want to do things differently. And that's kind of the way I'm looking at it is like, this is my second chance. 
to come back in. People have heard numerous uh, false stories about me. None of it's true. Uh, only traces of it, but uh, there's a whole lot of narrative inserted uh, to make it look one one direction. Um, like biggest story is is I'm the biggest dickhead on the planet, and no, I treat people accordingly. You know, I've said it many times. I've said it to James. I've I've said it to anyone who's talked to me. I hate typing. If you get more than two sentences out of me in, in, in a Facebook message, you're doing great. Because I hate it, uh, I would I would rather do what I'm doing right now, and that's have a conversation. Um, I just I, feel you, man. I just I'm extremely ADD, and I cannot keep my concentration that long because I got 50 things going on at one time. So I hate typing, but a lot of people put emotion into text, and they think that I'm being a dick, and I'm like, no, I'm just giving you a quick answer as fast as I can so I can get back to what I was doing. It's nothing personal. It's not that I'm being an asshole. I didn't have any connotation to it when I wrote you back. It's how you took it. Um, I don't know what happened to you 30 seconds before you messaged me, but maybe your dog got hit by a car or something and, and you're distraught <laughs> and my message hits you at the wrong time. I don't know. That's why that's why humor in text doesn't come across very well. Uh, no. Because you, if, if someone just went through something traumatic and you're trying to be a smartass, well, that's not going to play very well. <laughs> so no, no, I agree, man. Absolutely. So I just try to be short and direct, but uh, yeah, I I look at it this way. I I got a second opportunity. You know, get to know me for me. Ignore what people say. Um, right. I'm the easiest to deal with and I have, I have a, a pretty straightforward approach as long as you're not a lying two faced dickhead um, <laughs> and you shoot with me straight and you don't blow smoke up my ass. Chances are we're going to be just fine. But if you are one of those people, well, yeah, I can be a real asshole. That's why I said, you know, I treat people accordingly. Yeah, that's no. how I am, man. Just be real with me and I'll be real with you. Yep. Simple as that. It's it, it is pretty simple. That's what you should be. Nothing more to it. But yeah, to 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 finish up your question, I, I wish I could give you a better answer. I just understandable. I don't, I don't pay attention too much anymore. I just do my work, and uh, someone messages me, I chat. But if somebody sends me something that is controversial, I just say, oh, I don't know anything about it, and I just move on. I act like I it didn't even phase me. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, understandable. Nowadays, it's been pretty. Uh, the water's been murky lately, you know. Oh man, it's just. Uh, so, yeah, you're not missing fucking much, man. Yeah. We'll just say that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. Yeah, it is. Totally. Uh, I can jump down to the comments and take a a, a little look at these. Uh, how's it going, Art? Thank you. Um, I guess you have to. Uh, I think I clicked on the clicked on the wrong one. Art Wishwood. Hi, James and Trevor. How's it going, man? Uh, thanks for Hello. joining us. This is from the this is from comments from earlier. I like from the beginning. My bad. Uh, Kyle. Hi, James and Trevor. How's your evening going? This is going to be a blast, dude. This has been a blast. This has been so fucking fun. And honestly, um, I've gotten to know this was like my goal was to learn more about Chris Morgan, the the, the person, the filmmaker, the artist. Uh, and it's been it's been it's been fucking awesome, dude. Well, it's been great chatting with you guys too. I got to, I got the privilege of chatting with Tre Trevor a couple of months ago, right before Christmas, and I was like, "Man, yep. 
it was really cool talking to him. I was like on cloud nine after that because I was just like, you don't get that through posting on pictures or PM. Like I was just saying, it's so impersonal. But when we sat there and, and chatted, man, it was like, it's like I had known you for 10 years. Yeah, it was good, like two, three hour conversation at least. Yeah, for sure. And James, I, I know you and I like, you know, uh, we've chatted here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. We've sent voice messages back and forth, which I actually like that. I can't always listen to them right away, but uh, I I definitely prefer that because it really it really takes the the question mark of what's this person meaning by this, and it takes all, all that right. out of it. Connotation here, what's being inferred here, uh, and you can hear through the tone of voice. You know, like like it's not hostile or anything like that in comparison to a text that may come off hostile, but it's like no, no, it's it's, it's it's, a, it's an actual question. I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. So yeah, voice messages I actually much prefer. <clears throat> I don't think Trevor does though. No, I mean sometimes I do, but like sometimes I'm just always like around people and then like and shit's just loud around me. So I just I just prefer the text real quick. And I'm and I'm not one of those people that's just gonna you know automatically take your text as hostile. Like I try to think in my head like how you would fucking say it because you know I've talked to you know James so many times I would just imagine like the tone that he's fucking using or you know with Chris I've interacted with quite a bit and listened to his podcast i would imagine how he's fucking saying it so i think i i have that ability to distinct of you know you know what's a shitty text and you know what's not i don't know it's weird right um can i, I i'm seeing something in the in this um stream chat I, i'm not seeing everything but jake frost asked asked a a direct question can i answer it sure yeah uh, Jake Frost asks, Hey Chris, how's your health joint pain been doing? I know there was a point where things got pretty tough for you. Yeah. Um, since 2012, I've had degenerative arthritis in my neck and it is, oh, wow. it's a, it's a constant thing. That's one of the major reasons, um, I wanted to get out of this stuff because, you know, when you're sitting over a mask, uh, herring it, painting, not so much, but herring it because it's so tedious, that, um, you know, you're looking down constantly. And if you got degenerative arthritis in your neck, that's a lot of strain, but on top, but on top of it, um, yeah, I'm still in a lot of pain, but I'm just getting to the point where I know what I can handle and I try not to push it too far past that because if I do, I'm going to be shut down for probably two weeks and I can't afford that right now. And I just went through that here a couple of weeks back where if you haven't seen much from me in a couple of weeks and this week, suddenly you're seeing things pop up, you're going, why is that happening? It's typically two things, either number, number one, bad weather, maybe three things. Number one, bad weather. Number two, I have a, I have, I have celiac disease. So uh, I got cross contamination somehow, and I'm sick as a dog, and I'm shitting shitting all the time for three or four days, <laughs> you know. So happens, uh, <laughs> man. It happens. And then number three is uh, I worked too much, did too much, and um, now now I'm down for the count. Um, but you know, I'm also um, I'm finding that I'm having a lot of nerve issues and. Uh, you know, degenerative muscle issues. And I've been running tests and um, doctors are getting to the bottom of that. And I do have an autoimmune disease that I was just diagnosed with that I've got to get treated for that too. So yeah, my health sucks. <laughs> oh, man. I remember we were talking was, I think it was a couple months ago, 
uh, and you were talking about hearing a, a, an H6 mask, and you were telling me how long it usually takes you, and, but then you told me how long it's t- it took you to do that one mask because of how messed up your back was and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, man, scary situation. Uh, I, I, you know, obviously we all want the best for you. Wish you the best, and I mean, I hope. I mean, I hope it gets better, dude. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Uh, like I've had a, a couple close friends say, "Well, what's uh, what's going to be the plan going forward?" Um, to be honest, I don't know. Uh, everything's still new. Where I'm, I got to get into about five different specialists, and this is why I never really went to the doctor because I'm like, once you start going down that rabbit hole, you don't know how deep it's going to go, and yeah. now I'm going. Oh shit. You know, now I, I wasn't expecting to go down this deep already, but when you're in pain all the time and you got two little ones, I got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. I don't want them to be 20, 25, 30 years old and say, daddy was hurt all the time. And you know, when I was little and, and wanted to play, so I'm trying to get better for them and be a better dad. You know, that's the most important thing. Um, and I love doing house projects and and everything so when when i'm feeling good um i'm constantly doing things to upgrade my house but when i'm feeling bad i'm it's like i don't want to hear from nothing or nobody at at that point right definitely understandable man thanks jake for 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 that um do appreciate it. thank you for being here man it's super cool he joined our last uh video we did uh on west craven's new nightmare so Thanks, Jake, for the support. Sino Charles Kruger, thanks so much for joining as well. And Tonus Andriotis, thank you so much. Uh, there's who, Dave Vanderhoff. Uh, he he said this earlier in the chat. Yes, hi. Uh, he says, hello, Chris. It's your old friend Dave Vanderhoff. Can't believe you and I were IMing back in 2000 2001. Yeah, back in the AOL days. I remember Dave uh, very, 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 very well. I saw um, you had posted something that you did for him. Uh, mm-hmm. recently. And then that's when it spawned me. I'm like, is that the same Dave? And so I sent him a, a, a message on Instagram and I said, is this the same Dave? And he's like, yeah, yeah. What's going on? So yeah. Uh, through you, he and I got reconnected. So it was actually, it was pretty neat. Dave's a cool guy. I really enjoy, uh, his conversations. Uh, he showed me some images and th- uh, things of, uh, like cons he went to back in the early two thousands. And he mentioned you, he, you know, a couple times and everything. So yeah, that's cool that you guys got connected again after close to twenty years. Yeah, it was. Um, he and I talked uh, a couple times on the on the phone back then. He used to mm. he used to put together ultimate cuts of the Halloween series, and yeah. uh, you know I bought several of those off of him. And um, I think the tapes finally gave out about a year and a half, two years ago. Like so, I had them that long, and they they meant that much to me. Wow, that's, cool. that's super cool. That's awesome. After all these years, that's fucking awesome. Uh, Juan the King forty nine says he tells you, Chris, to turn your camera on. Uh, <laughs> I, have a, I have a face for radio. <laughs> that's right. And if you listen to his podcast, he explains that you know he doesn't like being on camera, and that's respectful. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'm nervous yeah. being on camera too. Like half the time before we go on, I'm like kind of fucking freaking out, and then I you know I chill out after a while. But it's okay. Everyone has their own thing, and nothing wrong with that. I didn't, I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here shirtless in a lawn chair eating Cheetos and I don't want people to see my nipples. <laughs> hey, that's fine, man. That's fine. That's great. I love it. Uh, he says you're legit eight feet tall. Now you do look pretty tall, Chris. Now you'd had a cameo in your, in your film. I don't remember if it was age 35 or not. Um, but there's one of them. You had a ca- uh, cameo. 
Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. uh and both films. Both films. Yep. You look fairly tall. <laughs> I'm not. I'm 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 the same height as uh I think Dick Dick Warlock's five ten, right? He's like five eight. He, okay, well, yeah. Well, I, I, I just sort of figured he started out as 5'10", and he shrank as he got older. <laughs> uh, because I, I was like two inches taller than him, so maybe that's about right. Oh. But I'm I'm 5'10", 5'11", with certain shoes, so I'm not that tall. Pretty average, actually. See, I'm six foot two. Are you really? Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty tall individual. Uh, size 13 shoe. Yep. Walking into it's, fucking it's, and shit. Dude, it's fucking hard. You know what, man? You know, short people, I fucking envy short people, man. People that have like a size 12 under with shoes. It's so hard looking for shoes that are size 13. And when you do, they're more expensive than, than the person with the average fucking foot size. So, you know, I, I don't get that shit. It kind of sucks being tall sometimes, but well, I take uh, it how it is. Take, take it as a compliment, man, because if, if the whole rumor is true, you're hung like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> but, no, just know, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty large individual, for sure. Nice. I'm sure. I'm like 5'9-ish. 5'9 and a half. Nah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, I went to a Halloween party uh, around it, and then, October, a couple days before Halloween, and then uh, there was another dude there that was dressed up as Michael Myers, like H forty style, and he was short, man. Like I'm just standing there, like I I had logger boots on too. I was like dressed up in my warlock, and and I had logger boots on, so that added to my height like about two inches. So I'm like standing there next to this dude who's like chest height. I'm like, okay, well, it's your. Mini-me. I think I look a bit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> my kid, you know, um, I have a babysitter. Speaking of cons and stuff, because you had brought up Dave going to cons, uh, you know, me, me and a group of friends, we would go, we would dress up as the different Michaels and stuff. And uh, we, we would always, always, always run into a few guys that would show up with the store-bought coveralls that were bright blue and, of course, a mass-produced mask. And we would always call them rent a Myers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking point there. Pictures that are floating around. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they're yours. There were, were there's like multiple people dressed as Michael Myers, all different variants and they have beers in their hand. Yep. That's us. Okay. That's awesome. The, the picture um, you've probably, you've probably seen it. It's gone viral. Uh, but there's a group of Michael Myers is taking a piss at the urinal and looking at the camera. Um, that's my buddy Marcus and the night stalker in the very front. I'm about th- three deep, but yeah, we're all, we're on there taking a piss. And I did not know that that thing was going to go viral. That's fucking hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. That was, uh, that was from days of the dead Atlanta back in 2014. Oh, nice. So I nope. wish New York had cool shit. Like, I mean, like, you know, in New York City, there's conventions and stuff. But up where I am in, like, central New York, there isn't shit anymore. I mean, it's Rochester now. Like, uh, ScareCon used to be, like, a convention that was, like, a local one. And then they moved to the Rochester, which is, like, fucking two hours away. So it's 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 kind of dry up here with that scene. That's why, I, I don't know, I fucking hate living in New York sometimes just for that reason. Nothing cool ever fucking happens. <laughs> New York uh- City... But it's so expensive. Like, just going down there for a day is expensive. Like, just driving through the Holland Tunnel alone will cost you fucking fifteen dollars each way. Not even shitting you. And it's 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 uh, fucking hate New York City. 
just I'm overall not- just expensive too many fucking people it's it's just not worth even going sometimes you guys are taxed to hell too aren't you <sighs> you fucking know it. it's just getting worse man like the other day I was getting some stuff, and I just noticed that everything just went up. I'm like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, it's just like it just never ends because our state's just going broke. It just, it, it, and you know, that's why they're talking about legalizing pot lately, just to just to fucking fix everything. And they've been stalling for the past ten years with that. They should have passed it like ten years ago, but uh, apparently, Governor Cuomo couldn't figure out what to do with billions of dollars in revenue for a state with a failing fucking infrastructure and businesses. But you know. That's how it goes in New York. That sucks. That sucks. It does. Not to get political or nothing, but that's just that's just life in New York. Just to be realistic here, you know. If anyone else watching it lives in New York, you understand what I mean. Unless yeah. you live in New York City, he likes New York City a lot more than upstate. I, <laughs> I promise you that. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, um, sorry, I'm going to change subjects here. <laughs> we're getting too Go right ahead, too, man. We're getting too political. Um. Speaking of other pictures going viral, the it comes out every year. Someone sends it to me, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" You know, is like I should have watermarked this motherfucker. Is oh man, there's a picture of Michael Myers holding the goblet and then showing his nipple. Yes, and it says, "Hello, yep. October. I've been waiting for you." I took that picture. That's really, yeah. I, I I took it in 2011. <laughs> Right. no way that's yeah. amazing yeah i got the original if you go to my facebook it's in my I, I think it's in my uploads where i show the entire photo like before it was cropped out and all that stuff but yeah we were we were doing a night stalker photo shoot with uh with marcus he was like always playing my dress up shape whenever i was doing like mask photos and um we just had this really cool photo shoot and then we just started firing the trigger of him just being an idiot and that was one of the things that he did and i'm just like well this is cool i'll, I'll post it on my timeline or whatever and someone obviously fucking grabbed it and made a meme out of it and yeah every time somebody sends it to me i'm like yeah i took that shot but cool like now now i see him on t-shirts and everything else and i said marcus i said your your nipples are famous forever <laughs> <laughs> And you also made it possible, man. So there you go. That's a story yeah. to tell your kids one day. And didn't and didn't receive a dime. <laughs> no, uh, that's fucking crazy, though. That's insane. Yeah, it's just little simple shit like that. That's the day and age we're in. Just little simple things like that just get launched in, in the you know into the world like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Frost says, uh, "Hey, Chris, what's the best way to take a picture of my Myers mask on my toilet?" Don't do it. Oh, Jesus. That's the best way right there. Don't bring your fucking mask into a place where you shit, man. Yeah. I see it all the time. <laughs> it's disgusting, man. It's like, what the fuck? Like, do, you know, do you know how hard it was to stage those photos to make them look bad? It was just, it was that hard. And I'm just like. Just cringy. Yeah. It's like it, it, you know, go watch some YouTube videos or. Ask me, ask me for some help or something. You yeah. know? I, I, I would be happy to help people, you know, uh, right. it's, it's not hard. <clears throat> no, nah, man, that's all. That's a whole fucking thing in itself. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's uh, that's something I would never. I mean, I, I assume maybe like you have to go to the bathroom really bad. You just got this mask in the mail. And you're just like, I can't stop looking at it. Maybe one time or something. I mean, I've never not at all. I've never done that. I have never. Any, none of none of these masks behind me have ever entered where I've fucking taken a piss or shit ever. Never. That's just not possible. No way. Scratch that theory off your fucking head. How about when you slip the shillelagh? You know. I don't know, man. I, I'll, I'll excuse, all right, so I'll excuse it. All right, so here's my thing. I'll excuse it if you're if you're if you're at like a party or something, like a Halloween party or something, and you're, and you're blasted and you don't want to leave your mask laying around. There, there's a pass right there. That there that's go. that's very that's a very legitimate reason. But any other time, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. No. no. Don't, don't ever try to wear it in the bedroom. I'll just say that you can't breathe in that fucker. Oh, yeah, I could. Yeah, I could imagine. You know, you it's hard would, enough at a fucking party to yeah. you know walk around in that shit with other humans that are fucking you know sweating and giving off massive amounts of body heat. Just give the castle stretch the entire time. You'll be oh right. yeah, no. I mean, there's 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 no hope for you. You'd you'd have better luck breathing through a Ziploc bag than uh, <laughs> trying to fuck with that thing on. I can imagine. Yeah, I know yeah. because I've tried it. <laughs> he's not even holding back he's like yeah it's personal experience fuck it alright whatever yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta try this someone asked me that one time you know and I was like like that, and they didn't even say hello to me or anything they didn't even say hi like they just they, that was the first thing they fucking asked me if I've ever done that I'm like no like but hello to you too right, how are you you know how about we fucking start there before you start asking me shit like that come on baby but, with the mask on it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, some people just, I don't know, man. Not a good first impression on my end, but I can understand where that'd be a not not very comfortable situation. Mm, no. no. Yeah. I, I think because, you know, you sweat so much in those things, I think I experience what waterboarding is like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. There you go. <laughs> pretty brutal. Pretty intense. There you go. Sure. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. Well, we've been going for an hour and 40 minutes and in 40 seconds. This has been absolutely fun. Thank you so much for being here, Chris. I have been holding my piss in for quite some time. So, <laughs> uh, unless you guys have anything else, if, unless Trevor, you have anything else, anyone else in the comment section have for Chris today, I want to say thanks for, you know, spending almost two hours with us, getting to know more about you. This has uh, been an absolute blast getting to know you, man. Oh, it's oh, been yeah. great, man. It was like I was honored that you guys asked. Um, are you guys cool if we do a little cross promotion where I post this episode on Unleashed as well? And, no, that's uh, fine, I'll, man. I'll do a little intro, kind of directing people over to you. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just uh, I'd like to have you guys on uh, season three as well at some point. You know, and that way, you know, we can uh, oh, we, yeah. pay, we can pay it forward. Yeah, yeah. I'd be honored, man. That'd be amazing. Yeah, guy, guy, and anyone, anyone who's here who likes listening to podcasts, you commute to work like I do every day, dude, check out Halloween Unleashed if, if, unless you already have. Like, dude, so if you're wanting to get into collecting, you want to know more about the masks, things behind the scenes from the movies, check it out. It, it's, it's, very, you know, it's very informative. Uh, I've learned a lot about this, this, this mask hobby from that podcast. Yeah, same here. So check it out. Halloween, uh, Halloween Unleashed. Uh, hosted by Mr. Chris Morgan, who is our special guest today. 
been a blast getting to know you, man. And yeah, guys, check that check that podcast out. It's fucking amazing. Fuck well, yeah. I can I can definitely say this. It's like I I um I don't know everything that there is to know about it because obviously I'm still learning as well. Um, but this is my 22nd year between collecting and uh, obviously I started really going seasonally in 2009 and then I told the story of going full time in 2010 to 2015 and now I'm back doing it a little bit more of a part-time schedule but uh, but yeah 22 years um, in this independent thing that we call Michael Myers and Halloween and the first mask that was out there on the independent level that I saw was the he mask by Steve Wang and it was cool that 10 years after the fact I got to buy that mold and it was it was neat you know, so I've, I've gotten to, I've gotten to see some really cool things and things that, uh, I honestly, I don't look at things as work. I look at this as just fun and I get to hang out uh, with a bunch of like-minded people. And, uh, I think that's why I took everything when, uh, I was ran out of this place five, six years ago so hard because I look at everybody as, as a friend and, um, I'm like, I, I, you know, we all have the same thing in common. You know, why, why is there so much division and why does it have to be that way? And why can't we just get along and just support each other and be nice people, you know, be decent people. Don't be a dick. And, um, you know, wh- whether you buy a tots mask or whether you buy a $3,000 mask, it's not my cash. So what the fuck do I care? You know? Right. It's not on my shelf. I have no business telling you what you spend your entertainment dollar on. None. Absolutely. 100% knocked it. it I couldn't have said it any better. Yeah. I could have not have said that any fucking better at all. Bad, man, it's very true. Too much. Like, like we were kind of me and Trevor were mentioned uh, about halfway through this podcast. Was, there's a lot of just divisive uh, shit going on. A lot of division and a lot of this and that where, where it's like, dude, just enjoy the fucking mask. You know, it's it's latex. Like, why are we arguing right now? Yeah, it's awful. It's just awful, especially nowadays. Like, I know Chris said he doesn't see it as much because you know he's he's taking the smart route and not fucking you know got involved. But it's it's just got nasty, man. It's just got nasty. There's people have gotten more fucking hypocritical. They've gotten oh, yeah. more. You know, they they're just so interested in, in just fucking dragging shit on, and it's just like, God damn, shut the fuck up already. Well, the, like, that's the thing. It, like, if, if if I would have taken this mentality ten years ago, uh, I'd be in a much better place. But, you know, here's here's the truth, and you know, negativity is always going to be there, no matter what. Um, I've told people this is why I'm not interested in hearing about it or seeing it or being around it. If somebody has said anything about me, it's nothing new. Um, it's just the stories have gotten more elaborate at this point, and about 90% of these people at this point that are saying this shit, I've never talked to or ever sold a mask to. So where they're getting this information from is telephone, telegram, telewrestler, you know, type thing. And that's exactly what it is. And it's like, all right, well, instead of just following like and bang like a sheep that, that you're acting like, why don't you actually come and get to know the person and make your mind up for yourself? You know? And if I truly treat you like a dick then I've deserved it, deserved every bit of it. But if you've heard anything about me, if I have done something to you, and James can attest to this, 
if I've offended you in any way and you come to me, I will hear you out and I will be like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I'm sorry. And I will apologize like a man for making you feel that way, because that definitely was not my intention. I have given James some advice, some things that he has not wanted to hear probably sometimes, but I did it from a good place. I didn't do it to be a dick, but that goes back to that whole text thing. But, um, you know, I think he could truly attest that looking back on it with some space in there, I meant no ill will or malice towards him at all. It's just, if I see something that I have lived through or watched other people go through, and I think you're a pretty up and coming, decent dude, I'm going to do everything in my power to give you the, give you the warning signs, let you make up your own mind, but I'm going to try to educate you as best as I can. Uh, so that way they're not blindsided by something or something's not derailed or taken from them. And they're sitting there going, what the hell? I didn't see this coming. If I can help somebody avoid some of the, the negative paths that I've taken, I'm going to continue to preach that. Uh, that's just who I am. Yeah. Yeah, like before me and you started interacting, uh, I mean, I, I've heard from people that are like, oh, Chris Morgan says he's, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I, and I started talking, I'm like, he's not bad. He's, you know, he's not that much of an asshole. He just, he just fucking real recognizes real. That's, that's really what it is. It's like, it's all, you guys are saying he's an asshole for, for saying how it fucking is. All right. I want to get to know the fucking dude. That's fine. <laughs> because, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, I can get on fucking board with. That's, that's right up my alley. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't like being fake with people. It's like, you're going to hear what you're going to hear. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like if you, if you need to fucking hear something, you're, you're going to hear it. Yeah. How you take yeah. it? That's on you. That's, that's the way I am too. And it's like, I don't mince words. Um, and I don't, I don't put on any facade or anything. It's just like, I am who I am. It's either you like me or you don't. And there's no in between there. And it's like, don't play this, you know, half in half out shit. It's like, if, if you're in, be in, if you're out, be out, but let's not, let's not muddy the waters here. Let's let, let's let it be black and white. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, that's that's all I got. I really appreciate you guys getting me on here. This was this was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, it definitely has felt good to be an asshole with an opinion. Fuck yeah, man! I love it, dude. Like honestly, I love it. Like oh, uh, yeah. keeping it just keeping it real and honest. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And dude, it's been like I said before, it's been a pleasure getting to know you more. Like we we've we've been talking for a couple years off and on, you know. Uh, and things like that. And, and kind of uh, Chris was one of the first people I, I kind of knew when I started getting introduced to the hobby, sort of, uh, sort of. Yeah. So, so, get, so getting to know him more through this podcast, other than our conversations through Instagram or Facebook, you know, it's been a, it's been a treat, man, honestly, to know where you started and where you are now. It's been a very interesting ride. And to be honest with you, I, I know it probably sounds cliche, but I'm just, I'm blessed and I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And, uh, to the people I've met, I've made some really good friends, uh, and, uh, met some really cool connections and I, it's, it's something I'm extremely proud of and getting a second chance to come through this, uh, again from something that I was so passionate about. Um, and I'm doing it from a really good, clear mind now, um, Mm -hmm. with the right mentality, um, 
is a gift and I'm just not going to let anybody side rail me. And it's, I'm going to treat people how they treat me. And if you're fair, you're honest, you ask my opinion. I'll just say this. If you ask my opinion, be prepared to get the answer. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I can't, uh, I can't be any more direct than that. And, um, I will try to be as respectful as I can, but I'm going to, I'm going to speak the truth in love and it's either you're going to, you're going to take it or you're not, you know, but uh, it always comes from a, from a very honest and real place. And that's all we can ask from anybody. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you, man. 110%. It's one of those things, you know, so uh, it's good to keep it real, man. By the way, uh, before we part, is that a, is that a Halloween five mask I see back there? Oh yeah. Right there. No, over your other shoulder. Right there? Yep. Yeah, that's uh, uh yeah, that's a, a KNB with the uh, nose appliance. Oh, very nice. Uh, I can only see the basic shape, and I'm like, that looks like an H5. Very nice. Very cool. Hell yeah. yeah, and then the H2O as well. And then I got my, my, my Thorn stuff over here. Got my uh, raining red there, and h5 there and then that's a toss h4 it's a placement right now but yeah i like it and then that's the ss oh the yeah 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 yeah. okay very cool and then i see a warlock and a jason i and just got the warlock today so i'm pretty excited about it did you get it direct from terry or did you buy it secondhand uh secondhand it's nice from from this from from this distance it looks really good honestly it's probably one of the best i've seen in a long time i actually messaged terry about two weeks ago because uh, i wanted to order one and uh he never responded so i was like you know i'm just gonna go second hand yeah no it's nice um shoot me over some pictures privately later if you get a chance i i the warlock came out when i was in my peak uh collector fandom so it always is going to hold a special place in my heart uh for that reason you know, I love the Warlock, man. I got mine straight from Terry, and he did a fucking fantastic job on it. Yeah, he does great work. Um, you know, oh, yeah. and it's it's one of the things I constantly say is like, if Terry's on, Terry's on, and uh, there's not really much better when it comes to the weathering style. Um, he comes from a very old school uh, vibe, which I totally dig. And oh yeah, that, that, that's that's from my era, so. You're never gonna get me to say a bad word about his finishing ever. No, dude, he's oh, fantastic. Even his hair work is just fucking great, man. I don't know what he does, but he he works magic on anything he does. Fucking yeah, sick. I I always <laughs> say he kills two camels and uh, he uh, he buys stock in Aquanet. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just good, man. Like I I looked at mine when I first got mine. I was like, this is fucking unbelievable. Like this yeah, is this is a yeah. great mask, and, and you know, so many people talk shit on it. But I, I love it. Here's the thing. And let them talk shit. You know, it's <laughs> like as, as long as you put it out publicly, you're going to get a public opinion. And right. I, I always say if you're if you're winning more than you're losing, as far as what the public opinion is, you're doing something right. So buy yep. buy what you like, what your money wants to spend it on and screw everybody else because it's for you. Exactly. Yep. And if you Can't ever got to agree, man. And if you ever got to sell it for any reason, there'll be somebody else out there that feels the exact same way you do and will buy it. Yep. Yep. Agree. They sure fucking will. So, um, 
somebody did just asked a question in the chat about H2O opinions. Oh, okay. Let me see where we're at here. Movie chat and more. Oh, okay. Um, as far I, as far as uh, H2O goes, I mean, I mean, I, as far as the mask or the movie, do you think he's talking about the movie or the mask? I would probably imagine overall. Yeah, overall. I see. Um, personally, I I wanted to see the H the H six storyline um with the characters. I wanted to see that continue to see where they were going to go with it, but I wasn't mad at it. You know, it's um. It's not my favorite. It's it's pretty short. I don't like the Scream soundtrack in it. Um, <laughs> I thought the lighting was a little bland, to be honest with you. Um, and a lot of the production design was cheap. Um, I liked I liked the seclusion aspect until I saw it. And then I'm like, it would have been really cool to see that original draft that they had wrote. I think that Kevin Williamson had wrote where... Uh, there was actually a Halloween school dance going on there and that there was a, a pool beneath the gymnasium floor that opened up and uh, there was dead bodies in there and shit. And I'm just like, I would have loved to have seen that, you know, that would have been uh, fucking crazy. It would have been. And I'm just like, I really wanted to see probably another 20 minutes added on to it and uh, added a little bit more stalking and different things. But I thought that the opening sequence uh, with, uh, with Marion Chambers, I thought that was fantastic. So nice, that's di- nice dickhead. Yeah, that's a nice dick. It's thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's I nice. The guy I got it from, super nice guy, smooth transaction, hooked me up with a super good deal. This thing is thick, looks beautiful. It, my, I'm just gonna. My only concern is it smells like cigarettes. So, so, uh, you're say, so you're saying you have a thick dick? Oh yeah. <laughs> Harry makes them thick, man. Mine's mine's thick as well. So it's, cigarettes. Uh, uh, that uh, that pissed me off too, probably. People that people that have never heard Unleash is like, dude, what's wrong with this guy? He's always talking about dicks and being sexual. It's like, just go listen to an episode of Unleash. I I throw jokes and <laughs> sexual jokes at people all the time. Yeah. yeah, it's like like this is an adult fucking podcast. Like you want to watch some kids shit? Go watch SpongeBob. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you know you you know what you're signing up for when you when you see the title of a podcast and you you know you hear the fucking conversations and it's like it's like how are you gonna get mad at what someone fucking says when the title says it all? That's true. That's totally true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I know James has got to go take a piss, and I do oh, I too. So yeah, go do that. Uh, we will catch up soon, guys. I again, I really appreciate it. And we appreciate you coming on, man. It was right. super, super great. Man. Keep keep up with the podcast. I'm 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 actually I'm really liking it. And uh, you know, you got two guys hosting it that are that are that are really nice dudes. And uh, you know, I wish you guys all the success in the world. Thank, Thank you, man. And like same with you. Like honestly, same with you, man. You're you're you've been very helpful, man. More than you know. Not only today, but behind the scenes, you and I have had personal private talks, and it's it's yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, looking back on 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 your whole hydrocal thing, that's how like like when you started first started making molds. Mm-hmm. Um, FaceTime wasn't as big as it is now, but uh, like I Matt Matt Reed has helped me, and I've helped him mm-hmm. uh, through FaceTime, and 
it, it's amazing what you learn and what you're able to pick up on when you're able to visually see what someone else is doing. So like we were having an issue and I'm like, dude, you got to see this and I can't explain it. You just got to see it. And so when we, when we, he was able to video it and see what I was doing, um, we were able to kind of troubleshoot it together as a team. And that way I knew he knew exactly what I was saying. I was able to explain it by visually showing. So if my point is what I'm getting to is like, like with your hydrocal thing, when you were having issues with it, mm-hmm. if I was able to physically watch you do that process, I probably could have told you, walked you through it and said, well, this is where this went wrong. And that's why that happened. So um, if you're ever, ever in a position like that, again, just let me know. Very soon. The, 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 uh, the 07 Slayer will be molded up very soon. Very cool. Yeah. So if you need anything there, just hit me up. We'll do a FaceTime or something and show me your process and I'll be able to walk you through it. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate that so much. No problem. You guys have a good night. You, you as well, man. All right. Take care. Take See care. ya. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. On Instagram at Halloween Unleashed and on Twitter at HWeen Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups on your timeline and on Instagram. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.